Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 153 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Welcome back, fam. I wanted this. I wanted to hear like, yo, welcome back, motherfuckers. We are back in the building. This is PI in the fucking flesh. You know what? Theories, Paul's and theories and Philly Phil. Since you're the managing member now, it's your show. You could take over the intro. I wouldn't I don't I wasn't up to your part. I wasn't up to par, right? I just know you have. So, was there an I- issue with my intro? Or do you think it was good? I thought it was good. Low energy? No, I mean, like, low, energy. So I'm, low energy. Low energy. I know energy. you have energy. I'm Mike Biden. I'm low energy. Mike Biden is crazy. <laughs> That's what you just called me. That's insulting. Yo, it's been a minute since we've been here. And a lot has transpired over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I got engaged. Philly Phil got engaged. Mike went to Disney. We had a great time. It's been a fun two weeks. It's been a great two weeks. And a costly one. Yeah. Sure oh, yeah. I sure has, bro. Yeah, we made somebody's yearly sa- – we paid out somebody's yearly salary in the past two weeks. We have. I reach in my pocket now, and I, f- I only feel my thigh. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And some lint. Yeah. <laughs> some lint, yeah. But, yeah, nah, man. I- I've been I've been good. I've been uh, kind of diving into the sports card thing again. Went to a couple of shows in the last couple of weeks. It's been fucking awesome. Uh, selling, flipping on eBay, and I'm having fun, bro. Like, I'm enjoying, like, that space again. How about you? Yeah, no, nah, i just been paying attention to the NBA playoffs, dude. Bugging and smoking? Yeah, basically. And I'm looking at Adri tell me I had L energy, so I'm a little upset about that. <laughs> but other than that, I've been pretty good. Um, but the NBA playoffs have been amazing. Yeah, they have been electric it's it's to the point where like i've kind of gotten like addicted to gambling because i like playing parlays and watching the game it's just more exciting for me and i'm roped into the system bro they got me i've been i mean i've been i I didn't just get addicted i've been addicted to gambling since i learned how to do it so it's it's regular i wouldn't say you were addicted to gambling i think i just like it it. yeah i enjoy it you don't do it every day that's that's an addiction yeah no no yeah i enjoy it but it's been addiction for me because i noticed the last since the playoffs started, I've been placing parlays. And I've been winning and I've been losing. <laughs> and I've been losing more times than I've won, but that's how it happens. It happens, yeah. All right, let's go. It's let's fun. start off with the NFL uh before we get into the NBA. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So Lamar Jackson finally gets his contract. Five years, two hundred and sixty million, one hundred and eighty-five guaranteed. You think it's worth it? Yeah, absolutely. It's worth it. He he's a he's a franchise cornerstone. They uh they believe in him the entire time during the process. Um, I think it's a home run deal. Uh, it, it's 
close to what Hertz got, but the cap hit is what scares me. They you know in year four and five, it's 75 million cap hit. Yeah, I don't That's going that. to be tough. Um, but they can find a way to restructure that. And you know, t- when the time comes, yeah. So I, I love it for the Ravens. It's great for them. They can finally move forward and focus on the season. That's what they needed. Cause they have OBJ. They got new players in that system that, you know, if I'm, if I'm the player that signed with them and I don't have my quarterback, I need to build up that rapport with them for the season. So it's a home run for the Ravens. Shout out to them. Shout out to Lamar Jackson for getting his bag. Well-deserved. Appreciate it. Um, um, no, I love it for him. I said, as soon as Jalen Hurts got signed, I thought that it would be the same contract as that. Um, when we were talking about it, I was saying, I didn't think like, I thought he started at Deshaun Watson, but I thought that the main sticking point was over Kyler and Russ. Mm-hmm. And I always just, that's always the number I thought that he would be at. Um, but obviously you aim high. When you're going in for a race, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You always do that. If you want ten thousand, I'm asking for twenty. Right, but the and then we'll go from there. But as far as worth it, yeah, I like. I mean, I've repeated it a million times on previous episodes, but he's an MVP. He's going to be better. Um, I like how the uh, GM came out and said that Lamar is a great agent, and he did. It was a stare down for a long time. <laughs> he's a great agent. Is crazy. It was a stare down for a long time, and Lamar won. He got his money. So. What's next for them? What's next for Lamar? What's next for Lamar? Yeah, fucking MVP. Get, I don't care about He's got to get to an AFC conference game, an AFC championship game, and hopefully a Super Bowl. I mean, he has to – He in the, the parameters of the contract, he needs to get to a Super Bowl. Yes, he has to. He has it. to get to one. I'm not saying he has to win it. Win it, you know what I mean? Everybody wants to win it. But he ha- he's being paid – as a quarterback that has to get to a Super Bowl. No, I think Lamar can. I, think, I, I see. I think the opposite. Hold but, on. You know, let me finish. My bad. Thank you. <laughs> I think he can get there. <laughs> I don't think he will. Because I think the AFC is too stacked with, with good quarterbacks. And I think the problem is, is I still don't believe that they, they their, offense, their offense will be better. But I still don't think it's on par with the Bengals, the Chiefs, even Jacksonville for that matter. I'm not giving him a pass for the weapons because he, in his press conference, he said he could throw for 6,000 yards. He's, he's aiming for that. What the fuck? You mean? What do you want him to aim for Two? I want him to aim for fucking three grand. Oh my Cause God. Cause he hasn't done it since 2018. Okay. And that's a fact. Go check the stats. Mm-hmm. Now you want to do 6,000. Oh yeah. We got Bateman. We got Odell. That's what he said. I know he's he believes in his weapon. He's a fool. For so him. for me, the excuse of the lack of weapons is out the door. Well, no, no, no. He doesn't. It's not that he has a lack of weapons. It's just that his weapons aren't as good as the other teams. But and that's OK. But he's 265 million better than a lot of 260. He is. But and I'm not saying that. Right? My bad. his his weapons are immensely better than they were last year. This is the best core he's ever had. Zay Flowers is all right. OBJ is all right. Bateman's good. And um, if J.K. Dobbins can stay healthy, he has playmakers. It's not like he's throwing the – yeah, Mark Andrews. Sorry. Likely. It's not like he's throwing to (laughs) – I just realized Isaiah Likely. He's tough. It's not like he's throwing to Devin DuVernay and Demarcus Robinson anymore. Like, those are upgrades. I agree. So, I just like – the Ravens are going to be good. Um, But my question is, with all the moves they made, this is basically their team going into the season. So, where do you think that they stack up? Do you think – that they can win the North or be Super Bowl contenders? It's going to be them and the Bengals for the North um, right now. And I think the Steelers could be could make some noise. I like what they did in the draft. Steelers are we'll talk about team. that in a little bit. We will. We'll get there. 
Um, yeah, no. To me, when you pay somebody $265 million in over the next five years, 60. you better win the Super Bowl. Like, I'm paying you to win the Super Bowl. I'm not paying you to get there. The Ravens don't pay people to get to the Super Bowl. They pay you to win the Super Bowl. Do the Bills? Yeah, they have to. Okay. They have to win. Yeah, I'm just making I, sure. Bro, whoa, this is not a Bills conversation. I know, it's not. I was just asking you. We can. I was just asking you. Well, I, I know, and I agree with you. I agree with that <laughs> angle. Josh Allen needs to win a Super Bowl for 200 and something million. Like I, any quarterback that makes $200 million over the next five years, you have to win a Super Bowl, bro. Yep. Like I, I don't care when you're being, you're being paid to win the Super Bowl. One thing I will say is that one thing that Lamar's never dealt with that he's going to deal with now, not that he's never had expectations, but the expectations now are so much bigger. Like look what happened to Dak Prescott. Yeah. Expectations, dude. Like that happens when you get paid like that. I like Jalen Hurts, too. Jalen Hurts. They have the Eagles had the hardest schedule in the NFL this year. Deliver. You have to deliver. You have to. So now, granted, Jalen uh, Hurts is in a much weaker conference because the AFC is stacked. But I think the Ravens, I don't think they're the favorites in the North. I think they're the second best team in the North. Mm -hmm. uh, I do agree. I think the Steelers are going to be really good, too. I think the Steelers will challenge for the second, the second yeah. um, spot in the North. I think the Browns are going to be terrible. Um, I don't think Deshaun Watson. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to be terrible. Mm. They won't win. They won't win eight games. So uh, that's crazy. You think so? A hundred percent. I don't think. I don't. I. So here's the thing. I don't think Deshaun Watson will ever. I don't think Deshaun Watson from Houston is coming to Cleveland. And I already thought Deshaun Watson was overrated in Houston to begin with. And then he took off basically two seasons. He came back for five games, and he was off again. The timing, the rhythm. Amari Cooper's another year older. Donovan Peoples Jones, he's all right. He's he's pretty good. He is. I said it when he he is I was very, saying, very good. I was defending him when Baker was there. I think Donovan Peoples Jones is all right. I really do. Yeah. Um, I just like I'm just I'm not a fan, and this has nothing to do with Deshaun's personal stuff. I just I don't I didn't see anything from him that makes me believe he's coming back next year and he's gonna be Deshaun Watson that could throw for 5,500 yards, 40 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. I just don't see that. And that division's too good. But why don't you see it, though? Like, you just don't believe in him? And, and I just – I don't believe in him. Um, uh, like, what is it about Deshaun Watson's game that just steers you away from – For me, I just, like – outside of this season, like, before he came back for the five games, he was, what, two and three in those games? Yeah. So before he was two and three, the last time I saw Deshaun Watson, he was five and eleven, mm -hmm. or he was four and twelve, or something like that. But and the excuse was, oh, he threw for five thousand yards, and it's like, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't either. If you threw for five thousand yards and you won eight games, it's like, all right, at least you got the eight. Mm -hmm. But when you win four out of sixteen, that's an issue. And he blew a twenty-four to nothing lead in the play the last time he was in the playoffs. And I don't like when players just get that type of stuff overlooked. At all. I just don't, I don't like it because there's other players that have accomplished things and they get shit on repeatedly. And then you have somebody like Deshaun Watson that just because he's got some talent, everybody overlooks all that stuff. And I don't like it. So I'm just, I'm not a fan of Watson. I, I'm like I said, I, he was good in Houston, mm -hmm. but I, I never thought he was like, everybody thought that he was like a top three quarterback. And I was never even on that. I never was. I really wasn't. So if you rank the NFC North right now, right after Lamar Jackson's contract, yeah. how do you rank them? The Bengals. Yep are one, I'm and then I think there's a sizable gap. Ooh. Then it's the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns. See, I don't think there's a sizable gap because I think the Ravens can play really good defense. 
I and do I think I think the Ravens can match up with the the Bengals. They do, but just for me, the weapons that they have, and jo- I just Joe Burrow, dude. It's it's his third year now, two years in, the, or I'm sorry, it's his fourth year, but it's his third year. Yeah, playing because he got hurt. I just feel like Joe Burrow is just going to continue to get better. And you know how I am with Joe Burrow; he's my favorite player in the league. So well, I, I say that because when I watch that that wild card game between the Ravens and the Bengals, yes, you don't see a disparity between the talent. Like, I, I feel like the Ravens can scheme up something to stop the Bengals. And I, I think if you, if you're telling me Lamar is worth $260 million, he should get the job done. Agreed. Right. Lamar. Absolutely. Like when they signed Lamar Jackson, the Ravens absolutely should set the, the, their outlook going into the season to be, we are winning the division. No, it should be, we were, we're winning the Super Bowl. Well, I'm saying, I'm in, in, in oh, steps. Yeah, I got you, they I got should, you. We are winning the division. That sure. is the expectation on Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Now, it's a tall task because he has the second-best quarterback in the arguable the second-best quarterback in the league in his own division. But the expectation for Lamar now is win the division, home field, AFC Championship game, Super Bowl. And that's just what it is for the next five years for him. But as far as them being Super Bowl contenders – uh, I would I would say borderline. I think you have to put them in that conversation though. They're right, they're they're up there. I just I think the AFC is really strong. The Jets are gonna be better, the Dolphins got better, the Jags are gonna be better, they're getting back Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. That's um, huge. <laughs> yeah. I just you know, I think they're I actually think they're the team that people are gonna overlook the most, the Jags. I don't think anybody I I feel like people are underestimating how good Calvin Ridley is because he was out for a year. I disagree with overlooking the Jags. Like, I feel like a lot of the Jags have attention as they should. Like, I think they have a lot of tension, a lot of buzz coming into next season. So like, I, I kind of disagree with that. Like I, I'm looking at the Jags as a potential team that could be a disappointment. Oh no. Because they're on the rise. Yeah. Now they have to continue to be on the that rise. Division's horrible though. And how do you continue to be on the rise? You got to do better than the next year. Now, do you see the Jags making the championship game? Now that's doing better than the previous year. Yeah, I think they can. Absolutely, I think they can. Although, again, Calvin Ridley, it's going to take them some time to get in there. But before this gets into a war and somebody says something, th- there's a bigger difference coming back as a wide receiver than there is coming back as a quarterback. And I'm making that reference for Deshaun Watson because I just said that the reason I don't think Deshaun Watson will be good again like he was is because of him missing two seasons. But Calvin Ridley, I think when he comes back, I think he's going to be impactful. Like I think he, that he'll be a fantasy player to pick up. I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be a, a top 15 wide receiver, but I think he's going to be in that range, to be honest. I think Calvin Ridley is going to be really good after about three or four games. Yeah, no, I agree with you. The, what's going on for the Jags, and I can't believe this is a Jags conversation, but we took it there, Yeah, that their division is super weak. That's what I'm saying. They have – honestly – Also, I want to go back to another point. Sorry to cut you off. It's all good. I wanted to bring up another point is what other receiver took a year off and came back – and did his thing like who per- and performed at a high level like how do we know we have a lot of proof that calvin Ridley is just going to be plug and play he's going to be calvin Ridley of atlanta i'm not saying he's not going to be that and and possibly better i'm just saying hist- historically what proof do we have that he's going to make the impact that me you and i both think he can make i don't i just think calvin Ridley's really good i do too yeah. i'm just saying like taking a year off yeah that's what I said. It's going to take him a few games it's, to get it's in It's a there. lot. Yeah, like September is going to be tough, and then I think once October gets rolling, he will. But 
Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be another year in there. Christian Kirk's going to garner some attention now. I mean, look what he did last year. Evan Ingram was awesome last year. Travis Etienne coming out of the backfield. Like, I, yeah, I think I, the Jags, I, I they're going to be, their offense could, could potentially be a juggernaut. It could be. Now, I'm looking forward to that as well. And I think this is going to be an interesting year for a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks with, you know, a lot of pressure on them. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I mean, even if you go to... I would say Lamar Jackson has a lot of pressure. Lamar, ja Like, I mean, just Lamar Jackson has a lot of pressure. Aaron Rodgers has a lot of pressure. Josh Allen has a lot of pressure. I mean, even if you go to the, the lesser tier quarterbacks, Baker has a lot of pressure if he wants to continue being a starter. Yeah. Desmond Ritter has a lot of has a, is going to have a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just drafted a running back at eight. Yeah, well, he's so, got a lot of pressure because I think that he, Atlanta believes in him, but they're giving him a shot. Correct. So you only have one one year. Yeah. This is his window. If he doesn't perform. You know the other quarterback I think has pressure? Matt Stafford. He's getting paid a lot of money. He's coming off. He's not injured anymore. That O-line's not that strong anymore. I think I, I think he has pressure on him to come out there and win. I disagree with that because he already won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but like, you got to keep like going. He already delivered what the Rams traded for. No, like not when you extend them for that money. Well, I agree with that, the money aspect. But when you get a Super Bowl, that kind of eliminates anything. Like, because he came in there and did what he needed to do, deliver a Super Bowl, because they had to. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Burroughs got pressure. The only quarterback sure. entering that doesn't really have Josh pressure. Allen. I said, I said him. Okay. The only one that really doesn't have pressure entering Mahomes. And Jalen Hurts has got pressure. Jalen Hurts has got a ton of pressure. Because when you have a season like that, there's the only way really, I mean, how do you even get better? So now you're going to be judged off of last year. Yeah. Last year, he was damn near perfect. So if his numbers dip. So yeah. Like, oh, so well, now look. last year, if he threw 35 touchdowns and this year he throws 28, it's going to be like, oh my God, you shouldn't have paid him 180 million. Or if they get eliminated in the NFC championship game, it's like, damn, can he get back to the big game? All that stuff is going to start. He's just going to be judged and criticized. At, you know, the, uh, more eyes are going to be on him. He was second in the MVP race. It's it's fair, though, because the Eagles it are is fair. stacked. They're, it, little, they're legitimately fair. stacked at every single position. So it is a fair criticism because if you look at the Eagles roster compared to the NFL, I mean, I to be honest with you, I think they're head and shoulders above everybody. They have the best quarterback in the NFC. The best offensive line yeah. in the league. Because the wide receiver cores are, you can argue, top five. Argue yeah. That. Oh, I, yeah. I, I what? Think so because Slaying I think Smith is pretty good. Absolutely, dude. And the corners, yes, I think they have top five corners at both positions. I thought you said that to begin with, but yeah, they absolutely yeah, yeah, have yeah. top five corners. Sorry. So they had everything, and they picked up Rashad Penny. Um, they drafted. Um, and they they picked up another running back, which was what's his name, um, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. Uh, I mean. There's some concerns with me with, with Swift, but the Eagles, the deal was really they didn't lose anything. So I love what they did in terms of that. What do you, um, Aaron Rodgers, speaking of pressure, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers getting traded to the Jets? Do you think that the Jets are now uh, Super Bowl contenders? I think the Jets had to make this move because it, it almost looks like, to me, it was they're, they're kind of mimicking the, the, the Bucks formula. They had a great year. They were up and coming. That's kind of what the Bucs were. And they finally got a veteran quarterback, and they think that he could have the same impact. Phil, we're not live on Facebook? No. Oh, all right. Was it screwed up? 
it, it, yeah, it wasn't going through. Oh, I, right. I put I put a message in the chat. Okay. I also put a status on Facebook. Oh well. Anyway, anybody that's watching on YouTube and they know somebody that usually watches on Facebook, shoot them a text and say, "Yo, we're we're live on YouTube and come and join our live." Tell them we apologize. We'll yeah, have it ready problem. for next show. Yeah, it's a problem with Facebook because we're we're fine on everything else. That's all good. Facebook, Facebook. whatever. Fuck them. Back uh, to the Jets. Yeah, back to the Jets. So. Yeah, Rodgers, to me, is he's got a lot of pressure because I think Brady put that pressure on him because of what he did with the Bucks, And I think the Jets are expecting the same in return. Look, when you give up two number one picks for a 38-year-old quarterback or 39-year-old quarterback, bro, you got it. You're going all in. You're going all in because you don't have, like, you're giving up your future, your near future for the, the gold, and you have to deliver so if he doesn't deliver, then the Jets just wasted two first-round picks just for a try. I think the Jets are going to be really good. I think they are Super Bowl contenders. And I can't believe I'm saying that because Aaron Rodgers didn't do it for Green Bay the last five years. So what would make me think he's going to do it with the Jets? Um, when he went on the Pat McAfee show and told everyone his intentions, I was just reading them, studying his human behavior. And I'm like, Chip, you got a chip on his shoulder. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and have a strong, strong year. And I, you know I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan like that. I just I re, I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers, the person, not the player. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a really big year. I can't. I honestly can't believe I'm saying that because you know how much I shit on Rodgers for his play. He with, can with have a big year, but do the Jets have a big year? Yes. Do they make the playoffs? I uh, the Jets are winning that division. Wow. Wow. Off the top of my head, I can't really. I can't really disagree with you right now. I think the Jets win the division, and I'll tell you what. We're going to get a step back. We're going to get more into this, but I think Miami's going to finish in second. I think the Bills are coming in third. I really do. You're and low on the Bills this year. I am. A lot of people are. Yeah, I am, because I think Sean McDermott's under a ton of pressure. I think that Josh Allen's under even more pressure. I think that if the Bills don't start out hot, that it's going to cause more friction between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. I don't think Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen have a beef. I don't think so. But the way that the season ended last year and and Stefan Diggs' comments, there can be one if they're not winning and performing. Like I know, like Stefan Diggs is not the type of player to me that just wants to have fifteen hundred yards and losing the first round every year. Mm -mm. You can agree. tell he wants to win. He wants the ball, and I just feel like that if the Bills come out of the gate and they're you know three and three or something like that. I think that it's going to it's you're going to start hearing the chatter and then when you start hearing that it gets to you. They still they have to get a run game. They should trade for Dalvin Cook. They should go and get Dalvin Cook from Minnesota. It's out of conference. Is Minnesota would move him. I think Minnesota would move him. But they should they need to get a running back to take the pressure off of Josh Allen. DeAndre Swift would have been great for Buffalo too. You just need a competent running back back there. Miles Sanders even, but they have cap issues, so they probably couldn't get him. But you you need a competent run game to take the pressure off of Josh Allen. He can't be your quarterback and your best running back. Then you hear the GM, the head coach, start talking about the hits that are piling up. That stuff is real. He's only getting older, too. Not, I mean, he's still young. Well, he spoke about it himself. Yeah, so. you can't get beat up like that. You just can't do it. He's his eventually something's going to break or pull or or something like that. So I'm I'm down on the Bills this year. I think the Bills are going to take a step back. Um, and I just think that, not to any fault of their own, I just think that the rest of the division got better. But how do you do that to your game? Like, if you have, if you're, you're a competitor, right, and you, you're a baller, that's what he is. Josh Allen's a baller. Yes. 
Like it's just what he is. Like I'm not saying he's on a a, a different level than everybody else. Yeah. He's just a baller, dude. How do you turn that off? Because you got to preserve your body when you're competing and you need to get a first down. You got to you're running the only so so how, how do you tamper or damper that ability to just turn it off? Like I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, no, it's because it's That's the way hard. he plays. I mean, a perfect example, Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's hard to do. Car- you can't do you it. Can, it's Michael Vick. It's instinct. Yeah. It's just instinct. And unfortunately, that's the way Josh Allen plays. But I feel like if he had a legitimate running game, you wouldn't have to call the designed runs. He doesn't need to be – they don't need to do five design or ten designed runs a game where he's running up the middle and getting tackled by a defensive end and a linebacker and lowering his shoulder. That's just not smart. Like eventually, it's going to get him, bro. But that's why I love Josh Allen. I know, and I do too. He's 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 down for the team, bro. Like he's all about the team. He wants to win. So I agree with you. Everything you said, I agree with. He needs to he needs to chill out with the running. But going back to the Jets, I I agree with you. I think right now I would pick them to win the division because I think the Bills are going to take a step back, like you said. I think Miami's very good. I think the uh, Tua and Tyreek Hill and Waddle combination, if Tua could stay healthy. I was just going to say, put an asterisk next to me saying the Dolphins will finish second because that largely depends on Tua. I don't know how you're 24 years old and you don't know how to fall and not smack your head on the floor. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have no tough. idea what's going on with that because if he comes out in the first four games, if at any point in the season he gets a concussion, I don't think he finished. I, I think that's his last game. I think so too. You I think can't Miami have four concussions in one year. Well, I don't even think it's that. I just think for his his mental capability. Well, no, I think Miami would, would move on though. They would do oh, yeah, right by course, saying, "Hey, dude, look, yeah. we think that you know you're taking too many hits. You know yeah. it's dangerous. I think we're going to move on, yeah. and I think you should too. I think that's I think that's definitely a possibility. But in Tua's defense, I understand what like the ability to not slide, but he got completely you know, uh, manhandled and slammed to the ground. You can't really prevent that. But it's head control. Like, there are ones where they're just spinning them and throwing them like that. Like, I do that to my son. Yeah, and Johnny will smack his head off the ground. It's about, it's just control. It's just when he falls, he just, he just falls. Understandably. But <laughs> you got to understand, there's, that the helmet has weight to it. That's, it's, a he- it's heavy. I don't bro. know. All those other quarterbacks aren't getting four concussions a year. It could it's be like they're, and they're too. getting smacked. Could, I get, yeah, I know. Like it's, he got manhandled and thrown to the ground. Like I, I don't think he expected it, so he just didn't think to control that yeah. upper body. But it happens. Shit like that happens. There was another situation that he actually got injured. Was what you're alluding to was where he didn't slide. That's where he's got to get better at. Yes, because he needs to pre- preserve his body because otherwise he's gonna be out of the league. Anytime a quarterback comes within a yard of him, he should fall. Just get down and not get hit. It's right. not worth it. Do right. what Kyler Murray does. Right. Kyler Murray doesn't get tackled. He has a knack for getting out of the way and not taking a big hit. So I think if we have questions about Tua's health, what's going to happen when they have to negotiate a contract? Because now you're going to get into some murky water. Well, you're probably going to, there's going to be provisions. I still think you're going to get in some murky water, though. Yeah. Because now you're going to lowball them because you're talking about the injury history. Well, Which is fair because it's business. The the other thing is, too, is the reason I don't think it'll be too, too murky, like you're saying, is while he's done well, he hasn't accomplished anything yet. He missed their playoff game. He's missed a few games during the season. Like with Lamar Jackson, are you pointing to the injuries where he missed five games two years in a row? Yeah. Okay, like I got you there. But two has never even made it to the playoffs. He got he's had there. good moments. He got him there, but yeah. he wasn't available. 
they ran Carson Wentz out of town for the same thing. So how do you explain Kyler Murray's contract then? Because then he that was only before, got, right? But he only went to the playoffs. I know too; it didn't play in the uh, playoff game. But yeah, he was hurt, but he got him to the playoffs. Uh, so he with, did his job. He got the the team to the, the position with, that they wanted to be in. With Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray got paid because he's talented, not for production. But Tua has got to be talented because he was drafted so fucking high. No, I think Tua is really talented. My, I think the issue was, like. If I'm being honest, I think Kyler knows he's not going to be in the league very long at the top of his game. And now with a torn ACL, Kyler Murray's done because Kyler Murray can't pick you apart from the pocket. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to be able to run like he used to. So just for me, like you said, he played chess. He did it two years early. And yep. luckily he did because if he tears his ACL and doesn't get that contract, he's not getting paid. Right. But... If he waited a year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But Kyler Murray, people also have a very high opinion of him. Like, if you go on, we watch ESPN, you watch Fox. He's widely regarded as before this year. Everybody was saying he was a top 10 guy. Yeah. I was one of the only people saying, like, I don't know what you're watching. He is not a top 10 quarterback. He never was. So, is he talented? Yes. Is the production there? No. Again, if I'm the GM of the Arizona Cardinals and he comes to me in the offseason and says, hey, I want a contract. I want $200 million guaranteed. I'm like, brother, you just had a seven. You were just 7-0 and oh, and you didn't win the division. And in your first playoff game, you looked, like you, you looked awful. You're not getting paid. Oh, I'm going to delete my Instagram photos. Delete them. That's fine. Sit out. I don't care. I'll find you. That's fine. I'll find somebody else. To step I'll find somebody guys. else. To, I'll, I will go find somebody, but I'm not paying you after that. That should have been a red flag from the start. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't. And here's why, too, because when you got like fans buying jerseys, buying merch, that also generates income because he's exciting. He's an exciting player. Let's 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 be real. He is. He makes he makes flashy plays. He does. Yes, he, he got paid things. for his flash. I mean, but not for nothing. He's right. won three games. He's won five games. Right. I agree with you. So, but you get paid for the flash. Yes. And but that's that's where I I am I am. I think to his contract situation, when if it does come up and when it comes up, that that's going to be the case because I don't know how else you judge it. If you know what I mean, if you're one hit away from from not playing again, then how do I pay you? And Kyler Murray's what coming back probably December, and they're going to be out of it. I actually don't even think Kyler Murray comes back this year. What do you do with the guarantees? Now the guarantees are the biggest thing in in, in the sport when you negotiate a contract. How yeah. do you how do you get somebody a guarantee? Because I'm sure that the guys like you know I trust myself. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna. You know that's not gonna happen to me again. You know I I know how to slide now. I can I can kind of maneuver in the pocket a lot better and be a lot more aware in the pocket. So that's where I think is gonna be an issue. I think there's gonna be a battle in in the long run. But I am rooting for two. It. You know I really am. Like I think he's a good player. I think uh, he had Miami. You could argue Miami at one point was the best team in the AFC. Well, at one point, at one point in they the were. season last year, you could argue Miami Dolphins I could were the tell best you team in the AFC. I could tell you when. Probably week five. After they beat Buffalo, and then they beat the Ravens when they scored 28 points in the fourth quarter in that comeback win against yeah, Lamar. And they the were undefeated, I believe. Yeah, that was when it was like, okay. The, I, I think I actually did a TikTok about it. The Dolphins were, were the best team in the AFC at that point. <laughs> you did. I'll never forget it. It was, but it was the truth. It was crazy. It sounded crazy, but they were the truth is crazier than fiction sometimes. And it, it, it was, it was true. I, I totally agree with you, dude. And I think that's going to be, you know, a really good, a tough, a tough division. And Aaron Rodgers is going to 
And if Tua goes down, Miami will be in the hunt for a quarterback. Yeah, they were three and zero. So it was week three. It's when they came back and beat the Bills. You're right. Speaking of quarterbacks, who do you? Which team from the draft do you think gets the highest grade and the lowest? Um. So I the lowest was the the Redskins for me, or the Commanders, what? or the Falcons. What the Falcons too? They're up there, not because of Bijan, because Bijan's a great player. It was fit. Yeah. Tyler Algier was like one of the most impactful runners last year. Truth we were talking about him. We liked him in fantasy. Truth be told, he was my sleeper this year in fantasy. Yeah, I know. That hurt. <laughs> he was he was efficient as hell. He was like first in efficiency in in, in a lot of categories. Bro, he had a thousand yards rushing quietly. But behind that ass O line, no quarterback. Yeah, he was amazing. He had and Kyle, the most overrated player of all time, Pitts. He just didn't get touchdowns. That's that's what his thing. Yeah. But he averaged four point nine yards a carry. That'll work. 1,035 yards rushing and 210 attempts. He had three touchdowns. That's where people get weird with that. That's where the issue was, though, in fantasy points. Because if he was scoring 10, if he scored, if he had 10 touchdowns, you, now you're putting him in some different categories. He's probably a top 10 back. Yeah, he was slept on. Super slept on. And I agree with you. But the Redskins for me, or the Commanders for me, were, were a disappointment. I didn't think they grabbed anybody that was completely impactful for their franchise now. Um, it seems like they're moving with Sam Howell, but to me, like how much information do you have on Sam Howell? Like to move, to move forward with him. He played a couple of games last year, but I, I mean, like their quarterback situation is atrocious. So I, I don't know what they're doing. Um, I didn't, I didn't like their draft picks. I mean, I think they drafted a corner for the first one. They got a safety, the second one. So they had drafted, they addressed the backhand, the back end of their defense. Now, what about their linebackers? Who's going to be their linebacker? They don't have a linebacker. You, Mark Simino. Mark Simino is fucking crazy. <laughs> um, so I'm off. I'm off on the commanders. They they drafted poorly. I was off on them. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers get the grade for me. They they drafted uh, an offensive tackle, Broderick Jones, cornerback Joey Porter Jr., and um, who was his name? Benton, a defensive tackle. Like they addressed the needs. They got an offensive tackle to protect Kenny Pickett. They got corner help. They got defensive tackle help because what's his name's getting older, Casey Hayward. So they they filled that role with Benton. I love what they did. Um, they got a home run. Obviously, the Eagles are popular pick for the best draft. I'm going to go a different way because I know you're probably going to mention the Eagles. So I was going to go the opposite way. Well, I think the Eagles had a great but draft. The same, but the same yeah. state. <laughs> well, they had Jalen. I mean, Jalen Carter. He was he was regarded as one of the best players in the draft. And he fell all the way to them yeah. at ten, and then they got what's his face at thirty. I can't, I can't think of his name right Nolan now. Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith. Yeah, he's a beast. So, but I actually think the uh, the Seahawks Ooh. are up there. Witherspoon, they got another stud corner, and then they got the best wide receiver in uh, in Jigma. Yeah, they, they gave Geno Smith another weapon, but they drafted a running back pretty high, and I didn't like that. I don't know why Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker's a beast, but they drafted a kid Zach. Charbonnet, Charbonnet. I like Chardonnay. I like Chardonnay too. But they drafted a, a running back with round two, and at pick fifty-two in the in the draft. Like to me, like I feel like Seattle had other needs. I feel like they could have went um, offensive lineman. I feel like they could have went maybe wide receiver. Like I feel like they had other needs. Who the the Seahawks? The Seahawks. Yeah, like what if they the have tight two? End? They're gonna have two great corners. Who's their tight end? They do need a tight end. They need a tight end. Like I, I just well, uh, yeah, because we need to stop with the Noah Fant shit. Stop. Yeah, he stinks. Get some help. Yeah, <laughs> stop this. Get Noah Fant shit. Yeah, like 
Go get a tight end. Go help out your quarterback that you just paid $50 million for. Like, I, you got him another running back. What are you going to do with him? Is he going to be your third down back? You got Kenneth Walker. Why would you want to, like, decrease his carries? I guess their thinking is the usage. They don't want to wear wear him down quickly enough. I don't know. Maybe that's that's the new wave in the NFL. You have a stud running back, but you get a backup running back, so you keep the tread on the tires. Well, I mean, they were doing it. With, the Chargers were doing it with Austin Eckler. I mean, the first month of the season, nobody knew why Sony Michelle was eating into his carries. And they and they and they unleashed him in October, and he had and it was the over. most touchdowns in the league. Like, bro, what are we talking about here? You play your studs. You, if you're fearful of injuries. To me, you're playing scared. You can't play that way. It's a violent sport as it is. I know. When you, I feel like when you play like that, you're more prone to being injured. Right. Because you're not just doing your nat. You're not just doing like your natural shit. Right. And I get to get a backup running back, and I get that. But at that at, at round two, I think there was other needs there for the for the Seahawks. <laughs> personally, the NFL schedule gets released on Thursday. I can't wait. What do you think? Who do you give me your prediction on opening night game? Wow. Before we move on to the NBA. So uh, I'm biased, but I would love to see Eagles in Dallas. I want Eagles and 49ers. I want to see Eagles in Dallas, though. Because I want to smoke them. Because I got to tell you, the 49ers are clowns. Their entire organization. If I was a backup quarterback, I would never want to go to the 49ers. Because all the shit that they're talking, they are literally just burying Josh Johnson. I agree. Why would you ever want to go play there? That's actually probably a better matchup because if you're the Eagles, you don't want to see Dallas that early because I mean, I would love to see, I would, I'll see Dallas that early. That don't matter to me. I'm just saying in terms of, I don't know. Cause the, the season's a, a marathon. It's not a sprint. So just because you win the first game, it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme. You beat Dallas later down in the season. It means a lot more because yeah. your window's closing in terms of making the playoffs or not. Dallas so I think level. that those games are a lot bigger. I would love to see the Eagles and Niners. They're different divisions, same conference, NFC Championship game rematch. I would love to see that's a great, great game. I just picked Dallas because Dallas was on there the last two years. They draw a lot of attention. It's all about the money. Grab. I think we're going to play Dallas on Christmas. That would be fucking fantastic. Is there is there games on Christmas? Yeah, Monday night they're doing they're doing three Christmas games on Monday now. So Christmas Eve is full of NFL. Mm -hmm. Oh, that can't come soon enough. I know. I know. All right, let's go to the NBA. Let's do this. All right, so Sixers Celtics tied at 2-2. Remiss not to mention, Joel Embiid wins his first MVP. Congrats on that. Finally. round of applause, Philly Phil. Finally. I thought he was going to get that bullshit again. No, I thought he was always going to win. I knew he was. It was just his time. But his teammates' reaction tell you everything yeah Harden was doing that maxi tobias they were all just around him cheering for him he was crying then that moment with his son when he got the that was cool that was amazing dude that's cool see i I don't know that as a parent but i'm sure as you being a father that probably hit a little bit different for you than it did for me yeah i I, it's just it was just an awesome moment dude yeah that's a that was great moment like i was like wow that's a fantastic moment but i'm sure as being a father you i don't know i feel like you have a different attachment to that moment than i do yeah i mean usually when i'm crying with gianni it's because i want to pull my fucking hair out because he won't listen to me but <laughs> i have it's i haven't had those happy tears He's um, a good kid but good kid that kid Love um 
but no dude that was awesome yeah but i know i know exactly what you're saying and it, it really is like when you have a kid and you see moments like that that's cool yeah dude because it's just there's nothing like that because i think you like you kind of picture yourself in that kind of moment i couldn't like, even imagine yeah. i couldn't imagine like if i was receiving an mvp award in the nba and i was holding my son like that i couldn't even imagine although joel Embiid's an ugly crier yeah he is an ugly he, crier. Ug he cries ugly as hell is anybody a cute crier i cry cute i don't <laughs> i cry cute my face is all like smushed and i'm like ali's not a cute crier i'm not a cute crier yeah ali's not a cute crier i am though like i said so you're not cute with it i don't think so phil do you cry cute i don't cry i'm not a bitch yeah <laughs> no, I'm just i do cry because i'm emotional but i cry about certain <laughs> things. are you really i'm very emotional i didn't know that i didn't yeah, know, I know. That. It's, it's, yeah, you girl a little bit. It's, it's not girly. <laughs> it's just wearing your emotions on your sleeve, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's that that makes you a stronger person. Personally, okay. I, I think it does. Can we go back to the Sixers, please? Yeah, so let's go back to the Sixers. Also, the Sixers are up by nine and a half times. Shout out to Dave for the update. Even though I had the TV up there, I just didn't see the the score. But the Sixers are up nine and a half. What's your initial? What's your thoughts here, dude? My thoughts is is that the Sixers. I said it. I have it on here. The Sixers would win in seven. I had the Celtics. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I actually had the Heat eliminating the Celtics. The Heat are still in it, which is wild. <laughs> but I have the Sixers in six, and I'm sticking to it. The Sixers are beating the Celtics in six. I tweeted it. Um, I just think that well, it's Joel Embiid's time. Yeah, your bracket crushes mine. I mean, my my first round. I have two. I have I know, three wrong. I got a lot wrong. And Regular. my biggest one was the Bucks winning the whole thing. They lost <laughs> the first round. And I had them, I had them sweeping. I actually had him sweeping too. That's embarrassing. It's regular shit. That's that's embarrassing. Do you think James Harden is the most important player on the Sixers? James Harden is yeah, absolutely, bro. He put up forty five. The Sixers win. He had an awesome game last game, and he won. So James Harden, yeah, he is the most important. He doesn't necessarily need to give you forty, no. but he needs to be aggressive and he needs to be a scoring threat. Like, bro, you can score the basketball, dude. You yeah. are not washed. I, it's evident. He's not washed. He's not. Uh, I don't know. But He's not washed, I, dude. He, Chris Paul is washed. Yes. That's yes. the difference. Okay. He's on a decline. I James Harden that. is a star. He's no longer a superstar. Correct. But you and need to be a star. But that's okay. Yeah, you need to be a star. The Sixers can't win if it's Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, then James Harden. They can win if it's Joel Embiid, James Harden, then Tyrese Maxey. That's the order that it needs to be in because that is the level of greatness in, in each player. Mm -hmm. One, two, and three. Totally agree. But James Harden needs to be aggressive. And the unsung hero, P.J. Walker, chirping at everyone, getting in Embiid's, in, Embiid's grill and telling them that like nobody can stop you. You need that stuff. If P.J. Tucker spoke to Ben Simmons like that, Ben Simmons would be in Ancora. No, I think Ben Simmons would have gotten a little bit upset. He would have took it to the to the media, and he would have he would have brought it behind closed doors. He would have been a sissy lala. But when you got leadership like PJ, and the delivery that he like everybody knew his his reputation when we got him. Plays hard. He's 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 a teammate. He 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 will go to bat for anybody, and he's very vocal. That's what the Sixers knew they acquired. So I agree with you. Imagine a Sixers Finals rematch. Yeah, that would be fucking amazing. I mean, Powder has that on his. What? Sixers-Lakers NBA Finals rematch. Yes, sir. It's happening, too. That would be dope. And I got, yeah. It's we're going to get to that point. But the Sixers, yeah, the most important is 100% is uh, Harden. 
They need him. They need him to just get be aggressive, get to the get to the rim, get fouled. There was at one point, I think it was game three, the Sixers didn't shoot fucking free throws, or James Harden didn't shoot a free throw. Like, come on, bro. That that that, that can't happen. Not in the playoffs. You got to be aggressive. The refs are calling anything. You wake no, up. actually, they've been letting them play a little bit in in a lot of the series. They actually been letting them play a little bit to physical. To a degree. To a degree. I've seen some calls where I'm like, yo, what the fuck did he do? Right? Yeah, it's normally on the guy that I need to get a bucket because I bet his overs and he gets fouled and doesn't score. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could wink at a motherfucker and get a foul. Like, to me, I, I, I just, that's what I hate about it. But get to the rim. If he's aggressive, it's over, bro. It's over. They but can win it. They need Tobias to step up. They need Maxi. To be a little bit more consistent, he's kind of he's kind of been lost. He's been inconsistent. He's having That's a good game this game, according yeah. to the stats. But the last couple of games, I'm not looking at the same player that I did Mm-mm. previously. I know. So they need him too. But James James Harden is definitely the most important. Who do you piece. think is the most important player on the Celtics? Because I'm pretty sure we're going to differ on this. We are. You're going to go first. Jalen Brown. Okay. I said this last year, and you, we were laughing about this. Dude, I'd be surprised. It's Jalen Brown. Okay. And honestly, Jason Tatum is not second. Marcus Smart is second. But to me, it's Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown is a dog. Okay. Jalen Brown has, if you could put Jalen Brown's mentality into Jason Tatum, you have a certified superstar that can lead you to a title. Jalen Brown. It's Jalen Brown for me, 100%, is the Celtics' most important player. J- Jason Tatum hasn't been playing well this well that series. He can't buy a bucket. Mm-mm. He's every time I look at his stats, he's 0 three for three. Right. Except I think game two when he came out and scored like 39 or something like that. My player, the most important player for the Celtics, it's not Jason Tatum. It's not Jalen Brown. Oh my God. It's not Marcus Smart. Don't even it's not Al Horford. Thank you. You know who it is? Who? Malcolm Brogdon. That motherfucker can ball, bro. He's the sixth man, Nick. He put that's important piece. That's an important piece. It's not more important than your starter. The starters are all important. I'm going by that that angle. Okay. That the guy coming off a bench, if he's getting me, the sixth man is getting me 20 a game. He's averaging 19.3. Malcolm Brogdon's been playing awesome. I'm not saying he's that. I'm not saying amazing. that. He's Matt, here's the thing. Malcolm Brogdon could still be a starter. Bro, he's he's hitting threes. He's making an impact. I hit tens. Me too. I have one in the living room. <laughs> he's making threes. He's rebounding and he's scoring. He's doing his job. That mm-hmm. is very, very vital because when you're playing against a Sixers team that has Maxi, Tobias, and has other superstars on that team or stars or good players, you need a guy like Brogdon to step up. And he has been. So I think he is very important for them to win the series. Brogdon. I really do. Obviously, obviously, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're going to get you to 20. That is the most Nick answer Why? of all time. You never cease to amaze me, bro. I say, it, I say it at least once a day. God I took it. It was a good take. No, God. It was It was a great take because God took his time when he made you. I've been saying it for a long time, bro. I thought it he was. took his time with you, dude. I thought it was a good he take. He really did. It was a great take. I think he's good. I you think made, you made a player. strong point. You actually made me think. Impactful. I he can is. see Marcus Smart. He he plays with that chip on his shoulder, like you're talking about with PJ Tucker. I love I I'm, and look, I like those kind of players. I think I'm those I'm that kind of player. <laughs> I think Marcus Smart is in is 
is an irrationally confident three-point shooter, but I'll take him all day on my team because he's a he's a dog. He plays yeah. hard. Um, I hate who, his green hair, though. Fuck who, that. <laughs> who wins the series fire. and why? Oh, and I'm sorry. And in how many games? I got Sixers and six. I'm sticking by it. They win tonight and close it out on Thursday. I've been a jinx for the Sixers. I'm going to go Celtics and seven still. I'm going to keep Love it. Guaranteed dub. Yep. And I, I, it's it's strategic. It has nothing to do with my feelings. Either way, you win. win. It's either way, I win. All right. So Lakers take a 3-1 lead over the Warriors. They're Ooh. now the betting favorite to win the West Ooh. in Vegas. Uh, who's been the... Uh, I told you. Who's been the uh, Lakers MVP? It's been Pauls. Pauls is the Lakers MVP. <laughs> this dude came over uh. here when we filled out our brackets a couple weeks ago on the last episode. This motherfucker sat across, across the table from me and told me I put $200 on the fucking Lakers to win the whole thing. And guess what? They are the fucking favorites to win the West. And you know what? They might be favored to win it all. They if, just... if they fuck around and beat Golden State 4-1, get some rest for the uh, Western Conference Finals, and get past them, who's beating them? Who's covering AD besides maybe Embiid? Quick, uh, Who is? Quick shot, and then you can finish. The Lakers absolutely win tomorrow night. Yeah, I agree. They step on their throats, and LeBron gets his revenge, and I gentlemen so. sweeps them for what happened with the KD. Because here's the problem. Uh, never mind. We're going to go into that. But So who's your Lakers MVP? Uh, LeBron. It's LeBron. Real? Oh, yeah. shit. It's LeBron. He's not mine. It's LeBron. It's, it's LeBron because there are some games where he – he won't shoot in the first quarter. He's not aggressive. Strange. He's not aggressive. He's not aggressive. But you know what he does? He kind of gets a feel out. He gets his players involved. He's making everybody, you know, confident and off the rip. Like yep. when, when your best player is distributing the basketball to Austin Reeves and telling him to shoot the three, that is giving his other players confidence because it comes with the territory of being a legend like LeBron. If LeBron is telling me to shoot, and he's, he has confidence in me, I'm going to fucking shoot with confidence because the best player in the world is telling me to do that. Yep. So he's his impact is outside of scoring has been miraculous. It's been leadership to the T. And this is what I like LeBron. I like LeBron when he's like that. I like when he's aggressive, but I like the way he's playing basketball. I, I He's not getting cute. He's, he's, doing, he's playing his role, and yep. he's doing it well. I think the most important – I think the Lakers MVP has been Anthony Davis, and it's because the Warriors have had three starting lineups. Mm -hmm. The Warriors are adjusting to him. They have no answer for AD. And we were talking about – like when we were like bullshitting and text messages and shit, and I kept saying it's the Lakers, the Lakers in six, the Lakers in six. There is no lineup to make up for AD's size. Mm -hmm. There's just not. Like, Steph Curry had a 30-point triple-double. Klay Thompson isn't what he used to be. Jordan Poole blows. Draymond Green isn't what he used to be. The other guys, they're good, but they're not AD, and they're too small to play them. Right. So the thing is, is like, when – so here's the thing. they I know they won the finals last year, but when you have a team with this type of length on the Lakers, it's hard to overcome. That length isn't going anywhere. Right. It's not like you're going to have an off night of length. I agree. But now with Steph Curry, when Klay Thompson and Jordan Poole don't have it going, number 35 isn't standing on the wing to bail you out. There is no Kevin Durant. He's not coming to save you. Mm -hmm. And I just like, to me, this series is over. It, it's over tomorrow night because LeBron is going to get his revenge for the shit that happened where with KD and sweeping them and gentlemen sweeping them and all those finals losses. And I just feel like LeBron knows you can't give them any type of momentum. 
You can't let Steph Curry get hot. Even Clay Thompson, because they have Clay Thompson locked up. Yeah, locked he's been, up. He's been playing really, really so shy. I just feel like, like for me, I don't think the Warriors can make a comeback. Again, I don't think they win tomorrow night. I think the Lakers win. And I think that the reason the Lakers are going to come out so desperate, LeBron and AD are getting gassed. They need to, they need to get a week off. That would be amazing for them if they could just get a week off of rest but it would be a detriment if they lost because if you gas yourself out in that game correct yes you win, and that's bang, the problem that's the problem you but might be in trouble but you could look at the flip side the warriors could do the same thing all gas no breaks yeah and then they could be tired as hell in game well six the on thing the, road. the thing is too with the lakers i think they'll know like if they come out in the first quarter it's close halftime it's close third quarter it's close and it slips away LeBron and AD won't play the fourth. They'll get the rest. But if they can keep it within 10 points, they're going to go for it. Lonnie. But I think they're, I don't, people are going to bet the Warriors tomorrow minus seven, which is a crazy line because they're almost, they're begging you to bet the Lakers. Absolutely. But the entire globe is betting Golden State tomorrow. And it's just out of pure respect for Steph Curry, Steve Kerr, and the, the legend of the Warriors. And I understand. And they're that. home. Yes. And they're home, but they're going down. So you, so our, What's your prediction on the, on the, the Warriors' big three? Is this their last game together? Yes. I agree. Draymond Green will not be back. They can't afford him. I agree. And I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what they do with Clay because. Well, he's got one more year left on his deal. I don't know about him, man. Like, where the fuck has he been? Look, Clay's been all right. He's still giving you 20. I mean, last night he gave nine, but he's still giving you 20. It's just the difference is clay thompson isn't a lockdown defender anymore and he was he before was, the injuries right. and that's the difference anymore he can't lock that up that was his impact he can't along with shooting. yeah like yeah. 5 years ago he would have locked austin reeves he would have put him in jail yeah and austin reeves is a good player he, he would have locked him up dennis schroeder i mean dennis schroeder is not the best offensive player in the world he would have gotten locked up Clay can't do that anymore. He doesn't have the lateral movement. ACL, Achilles, he just can't do it anymore. Right. That is what Clay's lacking. Clay Thompson's still, in, I mean, I'm still, every time he shoots, I still think he's going to make it. Yeah. So that's just where I am with that. Do you think that the Warriors can make a comeback? I think they can make a comeback. I think they'll make it interesting. I mean, if if they can win uh, next game, I think it puts a lot of pressure on the Lakers. Hell yeah, because if it goes seven. Because if it goes seven, it's in Golden State. That's tough, man. If I, it goes seven, the Warriors are winning. I'll say that, but I don't wow. think it is. But if it goes seven, the Warriors are beating. You're going to bet against LeBron on game seven? I can't do that. I won't do that. I just, I, I don't, I won't do I don't like my chances. Even though I know LeBron James game seven shows up, I don't like my chances in that. I mean, yo, he did it on the biggest stage in the finals and beat them. Well, he's the best seven. ever. I understand right. that. So if he's the best ever, he should, he should close this thing out in seven. No, he's closing it out in five. I'm just saying, if they get to seven, he'll close it out. Yeah. You're worried. No. I, You're low-key worried, and it's okay. No. I would, anytime a team's up three to one, you have to be kind of like somewhat cautious. I'm absolutely. Because you're like, oh, shit, you're staring in the face of history. A little bit you are. Yeah. Well, Bad history. Am I concerned? Yeah, I am concerned because it's like if they get hot, Anything can happen. I just don't. I just don't believe that they will. The Lakers have been the best defensive team since the trade deadline. When we talked about it, when we were talking in the chat, I said the Lakers got really, really good. They got deeper. They got better at defense. They did. They got shooting. That's what they needed. You have competent players around LeBron. Austin Reeves blossomed. Rui Hachimura is doing fucking awesome. Dennis Schroeder just plays his role perfect. He does some boneheaded shit sometimes. But he plays his role perfect. Jared Vanderbilt, 
plays awesome defense. Yeah, he gets rebounds too. AD he gets, he crashes the board. AD is playing like a monster. He's playing physical because there's nobody on Golden State that can mess with him. How about Lonnie Walker though? Yesterday, shout out to Lonnie Walker, 15 in the fourth. That was when they went when Golden State went up went up 12. I was sitting on the couch. I'm like, this. I fell asleep. On. By the way, I'm like, I texted you. I'm like, this is unbelievable. I was so pissed, and then he just went off, and I'm just laughing. But last night I went on my Twitter feed and I retweeted something from April 11th. One month ago, I said, when they were playing Memphis, put Lonnie Walker in the game. What is Lonnie Walker is a good player. He can get a little streaky with shooting, yeah. but he's a big guard and he can defend. Mm-hmm. Put him in the game. He needs to play. Yeah, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe Paul's it. Paul's hand. I, I honestly, I woke up and I was expecting him to be, you know, 2-2. Two, two. You expect I fell, him I fell, I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I got to be honest with you. It was, these fucking games are late as shit. I know. You know, I, I do my best to stay up. You know, I'm, I'm blazed up fucking chilling kick back and then sometimes you're you, you know you just <laughs> you're not the fuck out bro like been there that's life you know who wins the series give me your prediction i'm an it's gonna it's gonna be lakers even though i had the warriors in six when i picked them but I'm so it's disappointed. it's 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 gonna be the lakers oh you had the grizzlies beating the lakers i had the grizzlies beating the lakers yeah karma in seven i i believe in the, in the grizzlies I, I dude like i said my bracket was really off um <laughs> It was it's pitiful because I I didn't have the Heat making it out the first round. Good thing we didn't post them on Instagram, bro. It would have been embarrassing because I had the Bucks winning the whole thing and they they lost in the first round. I had the Cavs in seven against the Knicks. The Knicks won. I I've been awful this playoffs. You're so amazing. I I've been I've been absolutely atrocious. I will say my my Western Conference is a lot better than the East. All right, so Nuggets Suns two two. Um, Devin Booker is. I don't think. Every, I am so confused by this. Is it Devin Booker's team or is it Kevin Durant's team? It's Depot. Bro, I told you about Depot, bro. We need to get him a little bit more respect because he is the most underrated superstar in the game of basketball. I disagree. Period. I disagree. Who is? It's a facts or cap question. Oh, it is? We'll get to it. So oh, you don't is. even study, you don't even look oh, at it. it That's is. just it you're is. so disrespectful, it bro. It is, it is. And and I apologize. I didn't I I did read that earlier and I'm sorry. I just didn't mean, you know, whatever. I, it's, it's, how I, it's, it's what I believe. Okay. All right. So it's, it's, I actually believe it's Devin Booker's team too, but it's because Kevin Durant draws so much attention. Devin it's, Booker's in one-on-ones. It's that. And I think KD doesn't really care about being the number one. Like, I don't think he legitimately gives a fuck about being the guy anymore. I think he's okay with just kind of being, was he ever the Robin. guy? Don't do that. I'm, I'm I, no, I'm actually. I wasn't even saying that to be funny. I'm being serious. Was he ever the best player on a team? Yeah. When? He's when not better than Steph Curry, bro. Who won the MVP in the finals? So is Andre Iguodala better than Steph Curry? Who won the MVP? In is the Kawhi finals? Leonard better than Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker? Who won <laughs> the MVP in the finals when they were all together? Kevin Durant. Okay. But you know why? Because they were doubling Steph, not doubling KD. That's that's what. That's, that's a buck. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I didn't watch the game like oh, again. I did. Again, you, you, I don't remember that, bro. All I know is that KD was hooping. That's all I know. He was. And all I he know was. Is he was I unable know. to be doubled because he had a fucking all star team around him. It's easy to do it like that, but it's a little hard when you're getting double teamed. You saw it in Brooklyn. It's different. You saw it in OKC. Blow a three one. Brooklyn's league. not fair to judge him on that era because that well, whole thing was a disaster from the go with Kyrie. Hey, Kyrie left LeBron and LeBron bro, got better. Bro, they LeBron went like, on the best playoff run in NBA history, bro, 2018. They, they didn't even play a half a season together, like games-wise. That's not my fault. 
I didn't say it was your fault, but to to criticize KD for that, that's not his. That's not his fault. I know. I'm just saying. Kyrie that, was was the one who's who 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 wasn't playing because of the whole vaccination shit. If you're that dude, you got to do it. I I, I you got to lug that team. You got to lug your bum ass guys. I still think KD is that dude, but Devin Booker, bro, he he's he's electric. He's amazing. He 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 could drop thirty on your head top any fucking day of the week. I'm actually. He's I don't amazing, think, bro. I don't know who I'm more wrong about, Devin Booker or Nikola Jokic. I don't know who I'm more wrong about because after watching them two in these playoffs, I don't even know what to say. See, like your tone changed with Jokic, and I think that's due to because I think I think Embiid bro, the dude dropped fifty three, bro. I think don't Embiid, talk to me like that. And B got his respect, so I'm thinking you're like, yo, okay, I can give him his flowers now because my man got his flowers already. Kind of, I but it's just weird watching Jokic, bro. Like I was on some what? shit when I said that John Morant was better because he's clearly not. Bro. But Jokic can't jump over a curb. <laughs> yo, he, yo, he is an interesting fella because like you look at him, you're like, ain't no way in hell that he could he could ball like that. Bro, if you if you bro. took him to Quail Hollow, he would get picked last. Maybe. Nobody's picking Jokic. If you you see his fat ass sitting over there on the bench, you're gonna pick him up. You you would pick him for his size. Paul, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really would. He would. Pick I'm just his- saying, bro. He looks all sloppy and shit. Like I'm just, he just doesn't look. He doesn't fit the part, dude. Because he's good, bro. His elusiveness is wildly underrated. His spin moves at the rim, just fucking hook shots. Like he's just very acrobatic underneath the rim like I, it's amazing dude like i i love watching he just plays play. the game at his pace and nothing bothers so good he always kind of makes the right play always makes the right play always makes the right pass always does the right thing for his team like he doesn't care about getting 53 he's willing to do the best play that's right there in a the moment like i i respect that he's making the best basketball play per series who needs the series more for their legacy Jokic. Jokic. KD already won, bro. Everybody questions Jokic's uh, MVPs. They won't question him if he if if he's in the Western Conference Finals. They won't question him if uh, if he makes the finals because they're like, oh, yo, he rose the MVP. He's the best player. He had a bad series when they went to the playoffs the last couple of years. It happens. Like he got bounced out of the he, he, he got bounced out the first round. Yep, it happens. But now you're looking at the, like, yo, that's the MVP everybody voted for. Yes, we're we're watching him right now. Like this guy is fucking legit. Yeah, he's uh, it's unbelievable because when, like you said, when you look at him, the optics tell you he's all sloppy and sloppy. shit. It's crazy, dude. And you know what? He needs a new barber. And I fuck with that whole pushing the the uh, the son's fucking um, dude uh, owner. I love that. Give me the fucking ball. Get the fuck out of the game. That actually Give bothers me because it's a double standard. Give it is a double ball. standard, bro. I'm playing the game. This is not your basketball. Yeah, you own the fucking Suns, but you're not playing the game. Get the ball because I'm trying to hurry up so we can we can. I get it, but on. bro, if that was Russell Westbrook or Draymond Green, that would have been that that would have been crazy blown up, crazy blown up. Jokic got a pass on that. Why? I don't know why. Because it wasn't that big of a deal. No, I'm not saying it was that big of a deal, but the outcry would have been more if it was Draymond Green, Patrick Beverly, Russell because Westbrook. It's more frequent. Those yeah. players are in. Are they're oh, involved fuck in no! Because Jokic, yo, no, 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 no. Jokic does dirty shit. I mean, I do too. But I'm just saying, Jokic is a dirt. Not that he's a dirty player, but he's taking shots. He's done it a million times, hitting people, pushing people from the back, like. Uh, uh, <laughs> he did. Yo. He <laughs> uh, threw that man, bro. Marquee, bro. He was out for six weeks with whiplash. 
bro, I ain't fucking with the Siberian Express. <laughs> I'm not messing with that dude, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but <laughs> um, who wins the series? And in how many games? The Siberian Express. That's fucking fire. That's he. What? Who wins the series? How many games? Oh, I'm going to go with the Nuggets, bro. I think they're a lot deeper. Pauls. I, I, Jokic is a beast, bro. And I, I love, I love Booker. I love KD. I just don't think they have enough. I just don't. I think when you got Jamal Murray and you got MPJ and you got other pieces around you that are contributing along with Jokic, I, I, I just, I think the Nuggets have the advantage in terms of depth. Me too, because my bad. The issue is, unless Devin Booker keeps playing like that, they have no shot. And it's like, how 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 long can you keep that going? I'm rooting for it because I love D-Book. Yeah, me too. But, but I'm just saying it's like, it's tough. It, it's real tough. But I'm going to say, I think Kevin Durant's the best player in the series. Usually, best two can do it. But I think the, I'm going to say the Nuggets. But if the Nuggets lose tonight, Phoenix, beat, Phoenix is beating them. They can't lose tonight. But I'm going to say the Nuggets. I'm going to say the Nuggets in six. They win the next two. Wow. I'm going to say Nuggets in seven. Yeah. They can go seven. Nuggets in two. Nuggets in six. Sorry. Knicks take a 3-1. I'm sorry. Heat take a 3-1 lead over the Knicks. That was a typo. I fixed it. Uh, you're the best. Do you think the Heat can make the finals? Or uh, can the Knicks make the come? What's more likely? The Heat make the finals or the Knicks make a comeback? A comeback. See, when I watch Miami, like they but they just play really good team basketball. I feel like the Knicks, their their big their big time players that they have are struggling. Not Brunson, but Randall has been struggling. And they needed him. In, He's in been some way. dog He's shit. He's been super mid. But here's like, the thing. Bro, no, no, no. Fuck that. He's been hella mid. Like you watch him in the regular season, you're like, yo, this guy could put it on. He can get you 25. He can do that for you. He was he getting get you triple doubles and shit. Bro, he was he was killing it. Then you watch him in the playoffs. Everything went down. It's like, yeah, you stink. Okay. Everything went down. And his, like, his, his, did you see the percentage that he was shooting in the playoffs? Bro, it was like, like 18% or something. It was like one of the worst percentages of all time. And yeah. minimum 200. 200 yeah. It might have been like 18 uh, or 26% or something like 200 that. 200 minutes or something like that. Or, or, it was awful. I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> but that's, but the, Knicks, <laughs> but the Knicks are missing that superstar along with Brunson because if he struggles, uh, Randall, then, they're left with Brunson and Barrett, and Barrett's been playing. Barrett well. actually has stepped up. He stepped up. He look. He's looking like the player that, that they drafted. Yeah. He looks great. He's, he's a poor threes. man's Carmella. He's hitting threes. Yeah, he's doing. He's doing really well, man. Um, um, what I do you think is more likely? I, I, I'll say more likely is the Knicks and win this series than the Heat. To, to go I am so shocked you said that because I said the same thing. I don't think the Knicks can do it, but they're tough, bro. There's no, I don't, I don't think the Heat, the Heat are not better than the Sixers or the Celtics. The Sixers or the Celtics will beat them in probably five or six games. And I say that because Ooh. the reason the Heat are doing this damage, the Knicks don't have a a shooter like that. They're they have no three-point shooters. Jalen Brunson is not that good from three, and he's their only one that's that's even kind of making them. He's been he's been oh for off. nine, over one for five, five yeah. one for six. Nah. You can't do that. So it. Miami's getting bailed out. Now Struz, well, Gabe, Vincent, well, all well, them, well, here's, they're playing here's great. The flip side though, bro. My if if you can't make threes, Miami shoots threes. They got Struz. They got fucking what's his name? Uh, Duncan Robinson. Game Vincent. They got Vincent. 
They got Butler. Dude, these well, Kevin Love hits threes. Kevin when, Love had a good series. When when the Heat's game is play good defense, hit big shots. When they're hitting their big shots and the Knicks are missing, they have no chance, bro. But if the Heat run into anybody with competent three-point shooting, they're going to get blown off the floor. Why? Because I don't believe that that team – they're not a – I don't believe that that team can keep up the three-point shooting that they have. I just don't. I don't think they can go bucket for bucket with a team that can shoot the three ball. See, I, there's something to be said about Jimmy Butler's leadership here, though. I agree. I agree. Totally. I, I think he's been, in my opinion, in my opinion, he's been the MVP of the playoffs. Bro, you got to start reading the spreadsheet. But he's, anyway, go he's ahead. He's been the MVP. Okay. He's been awesome. Period. That's all. I no, I agree. Say. No, oh, okay, I agree with you. Um, I mean, what the fuck do you want me to say about this dude? I, Wait, I, I mean, come I on. was going to ask you, how do you even? I can't even begin to explain how I talk about the Heat. I feel like saying, like, I, I really I, don't. And Jimmy Butler, he's never had a forty-point game in the regular season, and he has seventy in the playoffs. He has like four thirty-five-point games in the regular season and ten in the playoffs. It is like the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it makes me sick that he's not in a Sixers uniform. Sorry, read his spreadsheet. You're mentioning the Miami Heat, but how do you not mention Jimmy Butler with the Miami Heat? Gotta prepare. I know you're right. I gotta be better than that. <laughs> I, I, look, I'm still rusty. I'm I'm you know fresh off of AK. Leave me alone. Can you explain the heat? Can I explain the heat? I just did. They play good defense and they hit big shots. No, but I know, but why doesn't that happen all year? And then they get into the playoffs and they're a problem. It's Even four. though I had them on here beating the Celtics in seven, because I said Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler, I think, could make it tough coaching, on them. Coaching. And I think Spolstra would have been able to outcoach Joe Missoula. And that's the same reason, part of the reason I picked the Sixers, other than Embiid finally getting that breakthrough. I thought that Doc Rivers could adjust better than Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula is a rookie head coach, dude. Mm -hmm. So I just, that's what I felt. And I felt the same way about the Heat over the Celtics. My but. only explanation for the Heat is. It's sports, bro. Like, this is why we love it so much because yeah. you don't un you don't know what's going to happen. It's entertainment. It's just you only knew for three a, years. There's always a team at a left field that just comes and gets hot. That's what makes the sport exciting. Because otherwise, if if you know the Lakers and the Sixers are going to be in the finals, well, what the fuck's the point of watching? That what's was how I felt with the Warriors. It was stupid. Right. It is stupid. I I agree with you when because parity matters matters. But what you're seeing with the Heat is what I love everything about the basketball. I, I love everything about basketball is you can find a team that can just get hot at the right time and go on a run. Yep. They did a couple of years ago when they went to the finals. Yes, in 2020. I, that's that's sports to me. That's what I love about but sports. But people said it was, oh, it's because it was the bubble. Oh, well, look at it now. Who fucking cares? It, a ring is a ring. I, I don't yeah. care about that. I, I've never been part of that. No, I know. I know. I'm, I'm just saying that for others. Um so who wins the series and how many games? It's I, gonna be Heat, the Heat Knicks game. They're done. Oh no, I got the Knicks. In, I got the Heat in six. No, nah, I got the Heat in five. I think the Knicks win in New York. All right, last uh, last uh, part before we get out of here. Facts or cap? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Butler has been the best player in the playoffs. That's a fact. That's facts. That's I had the same thing. He has been. Check your spreadsheet. <laughs> Jalen Brown is the most underrated player in the NBA. That's the title, by the way. Um, Jalen Brown is missed. No, that's that's cap. That's facts. Not cap. Jalen Brown. Go ahead. Devin Booker is. I think it's Jalen Brown because I don't think Devin Booker gets praise from peers and everybody on ESPN and all the news outlets. I never hear them talk about Jalen Brown. Oh, and Jalen Brown, Brown over the last two years has arguably been the best player on the Celtics in their playoffs. Well, he's made a he's made a couple of uh uh second all teams though, right? I know he just don't get the that's that's, that's praise. He bro. just don't get the glory and the honor mention. 
<laughs> well, he he made a second team, right? I think it was second. Yeah, second. Should have been first. Yeah, that think that's pretty good. All right, Jordan Poole is the most overrated player in the NBA. Wow, I'm gonna say Cap. I'm gonna say Cap. Really? Yeah. I don't I, have another player on top of my head right now, but I think that's facts. I think Jordan Poole stinks. You think he stinks? I think he's uh, he plays no defense, bro. Jordan Poole was on that team. He just got a four-year deal, 120 million. He was on that team to be part of Clay, Steph, and Clay and Steph. Yeah, he was on the team last year. He did great in the playoffs. They can't even play him in this series anymore. He literally plays no defense. He has poor body language. I was betting the other day, and I put in a parlay, um, a little one. You know how to do it, try and win a lot of money for yeah, five dollars, yeah. ten bucks. His over/under on threes was one and a half. That's kind of crazy. And I just looked at. I bet the under. Because I knew what they were doing. Because one and a half, I'm like, Jordan Poole. He's streaky, though, Mike. He is, but you need consistency. Yeah. And a valid driver's license. <laughs> 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 but, but I just, I do. I think you're, I think Jordan Poole is mad overrated. I really do. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. All right. And then whoever, all right, last one before we get out of here. Whoever wins the Lakers-Warriors series should be the favorite to win the finals. Wow. Uh, facts. Facts, 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 facts. Really? Even though I hate it because so, it's just. Uh-huh, what, about, what about you? Absolutely. The Lakers <laughs> are winning the fucking finals. I said this on on the episode two weeks ago. I'm coming in here with that six large and putting it right here in pot. That would be it. fucking fire. If you do that, you have to come in here with the six bricks. It's actually 10 bricks, but that's the 10 bricks. Well, you're going to put it on there. It's it's going to sit right here. I need to see that. Yeah, that's going to sit right here, and I'm going to pop with it. I want to see episode. a bundle. Stack bundles. 100%. Yeah, it's yeah, I like that. So um, I like that, y'all. Man, what a fucking episode, man. Way to come back, bro. I'm that's fucking, how you come with it. I'm excited. Oh, no, it is only back. six bricks. I never got it in because the odds dropped. Yeah, six bricks. They went down from 3,000. Yeah, no, I'll take it. Six large shit. <laughs> bro. alright guys thank you for hanging out with us we'll see you guys on next Tuesday <laughs> oh man we missed you guys we fucking missed you all thank you guys for hanging out with us we appreciate all the love support and the comments if you guys haven't done so already please don't forget to like subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube we're also available on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts iHeart Megaphone Stitcher and all that other shit also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at PI, baby. Also, we're going two two times next week. Back two, two times. Two times. Two times. <laughs> we're going two nights a week moving forward, heading to the football season. So we will see you guys next starting, week. Starting next week, right? Starting next week. Yeah. We are so, doing two episodes a week, Tuesdays so, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. We will be live on YouTube, Facebook, uh, and all that other shit. <laughs> we're we're going to be there. Tuesdays and Thursdays. We'll see you guys there. Appreciate you guys watching. Peace.